You're about to enter the most electrifying NFL talk show you have ever experienced. From up-to-the-minute news and notes to... Uh, who am I kidding? Cut. It's a wrap. Let's try this again. I'm looking at my, uh, I'm looking at my camera, and my shirt that is allegedly salmon-colored is uh, coming out pretty orange. All right, show the people. All right, let's see if I can show the people here and uh, see how my camera skills end up working here. We're gonna, we're gonna get rid of that one. I'm gonna full screen me. Look at this. Look at this. So, in, in, can you explain what this color is? Salmon. It's a salmon color. Uh, well, right? uh, like an orange. Uh, this is gonna sound stupid. A more orange salmon. If a that more makes orange sense. salmon, but there still salmon. Well, there's the name of the episode right there. A more orange <laughs> salmon. Yeah, and then I'm looking at the camera though, and it's just it couldn't be more orange. It's cute. This isn't my greatest uh, wardrobe day. It's been an interesting day for your boy. What is that? It's just one of those days. You know, I don't know if you've had these. Just uh, you know, with these days that are just yeah. Went to the gym today. Was at the uh, basketball court in the gym. I missed three layups in a row. Mm. Um. My check engine light is on in the Jeep. Uh, I have a hole in my shorts, my wife pointed out. These shorts that you have on right now? Yep. Where? Uh, Right on the ass. So (laughs) I was afraid you were going to say that. And these are great shorts, too. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those days. You know, know, it's never, it's, it's not like anything specifically bad has happened. It's just, it's like stubbing your toe. It's just kind of like. Look, I could overreact about this. I could make this much more painful than it was, but it's just a real nuisance. It's just a nuisance. So a couple of those nuisances today, like the three missed layups in a row is just like, dude, just go home. Yeah, And that's kind of what I had to do. I don't think you're going to the NBA. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can assure you I'm not going to the NBA. I can assure you that one. Shawnee, how the hell are you, guy? I'm doing well. How Good are to you? See you? I am living the dream, baby. Happy Thursday, September 21st, year of our Lord, 2023, as we are recording. What's up, YouTube? There's a camera. There's another camera. We're live on YouTube. Welcome back. After further review returns for a Friday episode to preview everything week three and look back on everything week two. But I first have to ask you, Shawnee, how the hell are you? How is uh, how's life? How was your week? It's good, man. Everything's been going well. Uh, no, no complaints. A day right. closer to moving closer to you. That's right. So, so you'll, uh, you'll just have too much of me. Dude, I can't wait. I'm all about it. It's just going to be fantastic. And you know, the, the Coke Zeros are cracked. I recorded our Inside the Beltway episode on Wednesday, and uh, it was different being in an empty studio, uh, talking to you know a black soundproof curtain over there. You know, that's always that's always tough. Um, hey, that's when, good, though, that you can do a, a solo show. You know, solo shows are fun. They're, they're fun. They're definitely, it's, it's way more fun to, to be in studio cracking it up with you. It's, uh, it's always the best. But, um, but yeah, it was fun. Inside the Beltway episode... I guess it was episode three. Three, yeah, I think so. This is episode three. Yeah. So, 
went into everything with the Denver Broncos. Really exciting win for Washington <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure if I can say the same about your Patriots. Um, yeah. But there's Shawnee. There's his camera there. So welcome in, everybody. So we're going to get into everything uh, week two and then preview week three. Uh, Shawnee's got the week three matchups lined up for you guys. Um, but uh, is there any news that we need to get into before we jump into week three, Sean? Is there anything blatant I am missing? I see you have food beast up, so I think this <laughs> I might lead to something. I always I just scroll beast. through the headlines. Let me see if there's a Red Lobster is giving fans the choice to win free unlimited shrimp for Unli- a year. Unlimited shrimp. Okay, where are okay. you on Red Lobster? Do you like Red Lobster? Yeah, I love it's Red fantastic. Lobster. It really all, is. People crap on Red Lobster. Yeah. They crap on TGI Fridays. Uh, they crap on uh, Ruby Tuesdays. All these like chain restaurants that you're obviously not going there to get caviar. Right. But there's a place. Like there's a place for these things. And I, I don't understand what let, let's see if we can we can read this, right? This is called the oh, this is a good one. It's called Scratch and See. S-E-A-C. You can win free. Oh, look at this. The ultimate endless shrimp. Visit Red Lobster through October 29th to play. So it looks like they're giving 10 lucky friends free. Lucky Frans? Did I say Frans? You did say Frans. That's really tough. So we're just going to ignore that happened. <laughs> Lucky Fans, the ultimate endless shrimp for a year. For all of the real Red Lobster fans out there, I'm pretty sure all they had to do was offer free Cheddar Bay biscuits for life and lines would be out the door to claim it. That is a quote via Food Beast, and that is so true. Those Cheddar Bay biscuits are so good. They're just fantastic. Um, so it looks like if you go to Red Lobster – and it, it sounds like if you order an entree, you are going to get a scratcher and you will have a chance to win endless shrimp for a year. Mm. That's fantastic. All right. Now, but hang on, hang on. Now, now okay. this brings up a topic. All right. Okay. And this is a sour topic of mine. Uh Oh, OK, because I, di- I don't agree with it. All right. OK. You don't agree with yourself. I don't agree with with how this certain company that I love. OK. Fast food place. Does something. Okay. okay. Right. So I worked at Chick-fil-A. That's right. You are Mr. I worked at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I am Mr. Chick-fil-A yes. on the Nugget side. Mm-hmm. And you on know the how Nugget Chick- side? That's really? Was I was, there like I was the Nugget guy. Yeah. So the other, wow. so there was uh, wow, one, one middle island and the sandwich people were on one side. I was Nuggets and grilled man, sandwiches. You were a Nugget guy. I was the Nugget man and salads. Wow. Um, anyway, so, so on Twitter, you can find Sean at, at the Nugget guy, right? Mm, That's your handle? No. Oh, okay. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, don't look that up. Okay. I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a typo away from trouble. Go yep. ahead. All right. So, <laughs> all right. so Chick fil A, you know how they give out the uh, if you camp outside of a new restaurant, you get a free chicken sandwich? I had friends do that. Okay. What does it sound like when they promote it? It sounds like whenever you walk into the restaurant, you get a free chicken sandwich, right? Correct. That's how they promote it. Yes. Do you know what it actually is? No. You get, I believe it is 52 free sandwiches. You get one per week. Oh, okay. Did you know that? All right. You know what? Okay. So, yes, I did know this because my friend, when the Percival location opened up, camped overnight, they did like a movie night in the parking lot. It's an official event. It is an official thing. Yep. You okay. have to like register and stuff and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one Chick Fil A sandwich per week, which is it's just with no meal, no drink, no nope. fries, Doesn't no nothing. It's such a killer. Be I'll never. So I was down with, um, I was down with, uh, my dad and I were on tour, and his accompanist is a great friend of ours, and so we were down in Florida for the Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Falcons, your favorite Super Bowl of all time. Yes, sir. 
So we were down in Florida, in Orlando, and we found a sports bar. You know, we left the sports bar at halftime because, as you can imagine, like everybody did, the Super Bowl was essentially over at halftime. Uh, but they were doing this big giveaway at halftime at this location. I believe it was called Gator Dockside. I think that's what it was. Okay. And so in downtown Orlando, and so how it worked was they said, uh, everyone here, you have your receipts. Each you get a number. Um, you've been entered to win free wings for a year. Now, I clearly don't live in Florida. So if I won that, you know, maybe I could sell it. But it's, it's going to someone else. I looked at the fine print. And it was one order of six. It's a six-piece boneless wing deal that you get one order of six boneless wings once a week. Yeah. Year. So the same thing as Chick-fil-A, essentially. It's just like, well, no one, if you say to somebody, you can get a free Chick-fil-A sandwich every single day. Well, that's what I'm saying. It seems like you can just walk into the store anytime yep. you want, multiple times a day, yep. whatever it may be, and get a free chicken sandwich. What's tough, though, is that no one would actually do that, right? No one would go to a Chick-fil-A and get a sandwich for 365 days. Well, no one eh. here's, I know you. I know you. You are. The, no, or, no, 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 remember, no. if any of you have forgotten. This is the nugget guy. <laughs> so you you might. But if I were to guess, if anyone were to try to stick to that, they would probably do it for 10 days and then they would start quitting because they'd be like, okay, now I'm getting tired of this. Right. No one actually does that. So if you were to say to somebody, hey, you can come in once a day and get a free chicken sandwich every single day. Um, they Now, the only question is sometimes people could take that, maybe give the card to someone else, and now they're passing the card around. But at the end of the day, Shawnee, it's Chick-fil-A. It's a Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's one sandwich. I don't think it's going to bankrupt anybody. But yeah, that was a terrible bit. I do remember that because I had friends that camped out that night. Right, and I, and I knew people that I went to school yep. with. And uh, one of my good friends, Philip, he went, um, yep. and I asked him about it. And he's like, I think he got it because I think it's the first 100 people. First 100 people. I yeah, think that right. camped exactly out. Now, granted, that's a lot of money for Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it is. 100 it is. times 52 sandwiches is a lot. Well. Um, I, mean, I guess if you were to say if you were to say MSRP what they sell it for versus what it costs them. I just said fifty two hundred five hundred twenty sandwiches. Yeah, don't worry. I let I'm that not pass. A math you guy. see what I did to you there that you didn't do to me last week? You didn't I didn't leave you hanging. I said, you know what, I'm gonna let you go. But <laughs> you decided that. to leave me hanging. I last caught week. that one. So don't worry, you, you called yourself out, which is very, very admirable. Um yeah, that's really true. I, I guess it's true, but but in terms of what it would cost, one sandwich? Mm-hmm. Come on, let it slide. Let yeah, it slide. Yep. Now my question for you with this uh, shrimp fest situation. What is your favorite type of shrimp? If you were to go to a restaurant and get it done, do you like garlic shrimp? Do you like grilled shrimp like on a skewer? Do mm -hmm. you like um, one of my favorite things to do is coconut shrimp? So That's I was I was always a grilled shrimp guy, like okay. a kebab. Yep. And then I had the coconut shrimp for the first time, and that it's a 10. I fell in love. Okay, and they have a pina colada dipping sauce. Yes. It's over, dude. All I'm right. Sean, That's the podcast we're going Sean, to Red Lobster. <laughs> I'm never going to be thin. Like, this is the problem. I was saying this. We were on a walk, and we ran into a friend of ours. And on this walk, we were talking about just how much, how tough it is when, like, Chick-fil-A comes out with something new. Like, this new pimento sandwich. It's so good that I just am like, I'm never going to be thin. I'm never going to look at that and go, I'm going to have a salad instead. I'm just, I'm not going to do that ever in my life. So... I can miss layups all I want and run in a basketball court and make myself look like a horse's ass, but I will always, <laughs> always have a waistline that is regrettable. Um, so it's unfortunate, unfortunate for me. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. A little unlimited shrimp fest. We might need to get ourselves over there. We got to see what the fine print is, though. Yeah. That was the point. That is the fine print. That is the fine print. Uh, well, yeah, go to Food Beast, every one of you, because I'm there every day. It's like my first tab that I see open. 
uh, all the time. But uh, anything else I'm missing? Any other giveaways that we need to know of? Not that I'm aware of. Now I'll let you know if there's anything. See, this is what happens <laughs> on a podcast, baby. You open up the Food Beast site and you look at that. We got a 10 minute segment just like that, <laughs> just at opening up a website. Uh, fantastic, Shawnee. I think it's time to review week one. I think it is two. Week two. Yeah, there you go. Week two. I'm telling you, man, Thursdays are a hit or miss with me. I'm either rolling in because I'm excited about a Friday, or as I said a couple weeks ago, I'm tripping into a Thursday night uh, in need, desperate need of a nap. Uh, Sean, do we want to review everything week two? Let's do it. Let's get right into it. Let's do just that. So we have to go all the way back to seven calendar days ago, Sean. Uh, this is up in Lincoln Financial where the Vikings came to town played the Eagles, and it didn't go as well for the Vikings as they might have hoped. You have to win and be sexy. What can I tell you? <laughs> to the outside. And then to the inside. Touchdown, Swift. Eagles get a win at DeAndre Swift, putting the icing on the cake for the Kelly Green Eagles. Uh, Shawnee, tell us about that game, will you? Yeah, so the Eagles moved to 2-0 with the Thursday night victory, a 34-28 victory over the Minnesota Vikings, who, if you remember, got upset at home week one against the Bucks. So the Vikings fall to 0-2. Eagles stay at 2-0. Kirk Cousins, though, pretty good game uh, for Mr. Kirk. I'll be seeing him in two weeks. Got games to that Panthers. Uh, got tickets to that Panthers game. Oh, no uh, kidding. Yeah, my girlfriend and I are going to go Ooh. see Vikings uh, Panthers. Kirk's my guy. You know, he my, really my fantasy team's name is Kirk's cousin. So I'm a Kirk's guy. <laughs> so he threw 31 of 44, 364 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Good night for him. Uh, he had Alexander Madison running uh, not so well. Eight carries, 28 yards, averaging just three yeah. and a half. All right, let's go over to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, 18 to 23, 193, touchdown, interception. How about DeAndre Swift? You just played that highlight right there. Yeah, no 28 carries, 175 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Hurst. Hurt. Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst. Hurst. Why not? Two touchdowns on the We're ground on 12 carries. Desperate. We really are 35 yards for the quarterback. Again, 35-28 win for the defending NFC champions. Not too bad. Uh, this one uh, was a bummer because obviously I want the Eagles to lose. Eagles look slower, Shawnee, than uh, they did last year. They are. I, I know that um, people get head faked by the start of the year. I think every team looks a little worse than they should look, but I I don't think it's unfair to say the Eagles do not look like they were last year, and I don't think they're as strong of a team. They look slow. Jalen Hurts does not look as sharp. Um, I just I think it's different. They obviously have a new offensive coordinator, and I think that's going to take some time to gel. Um, they they just look a little slower. And Jalen Hurts is turning the ball over. Uh, he was not doing mm -hmm. that last year, especially in the middle part of the year. But he's turning the ball over more. Uh, Vikings offensive line is offensive. It's awful. Uh, I know they're dealing with injuries. I, I thought Christian Darrisaw coming back was going to be a big help. Uh, Eagles just ate up their offensive line. Um, Kirk Cousins was sacked, strip sack. Uh, that turned into seven points pretty quickly. Uh, the Vikings turned the ball over just too many times. And they're, and they're not a team that can really overcome their turnovers because their defense is just not, not playing well uh, right now at this point. Justin Jefferson had a turnover at the goal line. Uh, we saw that live in Buffalo Wild Wings as we were eating 6,000 calories. Um each, by the way, uh, Justin Jefferson diving for the goal line towards the end of the half. That ball goes out the back of the end zone. That's a that's a touchback ball going the other way. So uh, not ideal. Not not a good game for the for the Vikings. Um, they fall to zero and two, which is which is not good. Um, that's not a start you want. Uh, so Vikings are going to have to get it together this week. You dropped zero and three, and that's that is some that is some trouble. Uh, so Eagles go to two and zero. Not a terribly impressive two and zero, but two and zero nonetheless. You you got two games, you win two, and that's that's all you can ask for, Shawnee. Uh, so Eagles get a win there. Uh, let's go to we're going to Atlanta. 
Is that where we're going? I think we are, yeah. Let's go to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta and Green Bay faced off. That was in the, is that the Mercedes-Benz? Superdome. Metrodome or Superdome? Oh, crap. What did they call that? You know what? Because the one in New Orleans is whatever it's not. Okay. All right, which sounds stupid, but you're going to understand once I look it up. Okay. Well, you're going to give us this answer after we hear Desmond Ritter with a touchdown on fourth down. On fourth down, it is Ritter. And Desmond Ritter is in for a Falcons touchdown. Kind of delay enthusiasm there from Kenny Albert. Now I love Kenny. Don't 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 get me wrong. He is he is the best. Uh, he actually used to call. I don't think he does anymore. My guy Chick Hernandez is on the call now, but he called uh, Redskins Commanders football team preseason games for a couple of years. He's he's the best. Kenny Albert's the best. A little bit of delayed enthusiasm there. Kind of threw me off. Uh, nonetheless, Shawnee, what went down there at the Mercedes Benz what dome? All right, so it is Mercedes Benz Stadium. Oh. the New Orleans That's ones boring. is now the Caesars Superdome. Caesar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Caesars Sportsbook Superdome, right? I think so, yeah. Something like that. Anyways, Falcons advanced to 2-0, so they're 2-0 in the uh, much weaker NFC South. 25-24 victory over the Green Bay Packers, who fall to 1-1. Let's take a look at some of the player stats. We'll start with Jordan Love in the Packers. 14 of 25, 151 yards, three touchdowns. Not too bad uh, through the air touchdown-wise, uh, but not enough for the win. Falcons did get the win with under Desmond Ritter. He threw 19-32, uh, 237 yards, touchdown, and an interception. And uh, Drake London in the receiving game, six receptions, 67 yards, and a touchdown, averaging just over 10 per reception. Not too bad for uh, Drake London. Not too bad at all. 57 seconds to go. Falcons get a go-ahead field goal to win. They came back in this game. Uh, they were down double digits in the fourth quarter. This was the weekend of comebacks uh, for uh, the NFL, but the Falcons were definitely one of those. Jordan Love was eh, in this game. He was fine. 14 of 25. He did have another three-touchdown game, which was ridiculous, but he, he only did, threw yep. for 151. Um, no Aaron Jones in this game. Uh, he's been injured, and that that definitely showed. Uh, Falcons, uh, pretty impressive start. Uh, Bijan Robinson, dude. I mean, that guy's going to be an issue. Uh, he's going to be an issue for defenses. He is, he is showing some burst and some twitch that just makes you – should make you really excited for the Falcons. Um, Desmond Ritter's okay. I don't think he looks very good. I, I definitely don't think he's the answer. He was a third-round pick. I, I'm not sure if he's – He's going to give you much, uh, much there, but um, but nonetheless, a good win for the Falcons. A surprise. I mean, them and and we're going to get to them. The Buccaneers, definitely two surprise two and O teams uh, in the NFL so far. So a good home win there um, for the Falcons. Let's go ahead up to a team that had a good win. Who I think we we knew was going to win this. Uh, this this game actually kind of sucked to be honest with you because. Um, <laughs> Well, the Bills just stomped all over the Raiders. Second down and 10. Allen up. Caught. Touchdown. Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir. That was uh, kind of just, just one of a bunch of highlights there. The Bills had about as bad of a loss in New York week one as you could ask for. Uh, and they needed to beat the Raiders in this game. Uh, and they did. Very Absolutely. Yeah. Very 38 angry. to 10 win for the uh, Bills. They moved to one and one. You mentioned that loss down in New York Raiders who beat Denver in the first round 
first round, first week of the season. We can call it a first round, I guess. Sure. Uh, they moved to one and one as well. Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for the Raiders, 16 uh, attempts for, or 16 completions, 24 attempts, 185 yards. He had two interceptions and just one touchdown. So uh, not, not too sharp there for uh, Garoppolo, who they traded for in the offseason. Yeah. Josh Allen, this was the game he needed. 31 of 37, 274 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. If you look at a Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, uh, Davis had six receptions dig with seven and uh, Davis had one touchdown on uh, 92 yards. So kind of the playmakers getting involved for Josh Allen and they yeah. were, they were shut down uh, week one. So good to see them back. Yeah, it's certainly good to see him back. They had a 450 total yards on offense and it just shows you that's what they can do. And that's, I think that's, this is more the team that Washington's going to face on Sunday. So a real big test for the commanders at home, James cook, 123 yards. He's uh, all of a sudden the better cook brother, right? Like <laughs> Dalvin, that was, that was not the case a couple of years ago. Uh, but James Cook, really effective on the ground, 123 yards for him. Uh, Raiders scored a touchdown on their opening drive. They went all the way down the field and went up 7 to nothing. And uh, after they scored 7, uh, they basically Did um, nothing. said, okay, we're going to hit the showers early and go home. Uh, so that's exactly what happened there. Um, yeah, you checking on our little audio stream here? Bang. Look at us go. Look at this. Look you at producing I thought, on the fly. I thought it froze. It looked so, like it froze. <laughs> yeah, we'll go behind the curtains. That happens probably three or four times an episode. Does it? It's weird, and it looks like it stops. Now, That's a couple months ago. Like. scared me. Yeah, our recording software here has the has the lines as we talk. But what happens is, is the audio source, it gives me an option to change my audio source, and then it cuts. Mm. You're like, wait, are we not recording anymore? Then you hit cancel, and then you'll see all the audio catch up again. It's a weird bit. It's a weird bit. Uh, but learn something new every day, right? Something new every day, Shawnee. Way to go, producing on the run. Uh, yeah, nothing really more to talk about there. The Bills, uh, Bills absolutely curb stomped the Raiders. Who, again, I'm, I'm probably, I think I'm going to say this every single time the Raiders come up, but um, I really just think they should not have hired Josh McDaniels to start with, and they should probably fire him promptly. Uh, let's head up to Cincinnati, where the Bengals are. Eh, we'll talk about that. Jackson looking end zone. He's got a man. Touchdown, Aguilar. There's your friend Nelson. Aguilar. His first touchdown as a Raven. You love Nelson Aguilar, don't you? Uh, he was all right. <laughs> By all right, I mean not former good. Eagle, former Raider, <laughs> former Patriot, now current Raven, and he was a part of a victory for the Ravens. Shawnee, what uh, what happened in that game? It was a 27 to 24 victory for the Baltimore Ravens on the road. Uh, Joe Burrow in the Bengals fall to 0-2. Uh, Burrow, 27 of 41, so uh, not not a great completion percentage. Only mm. 222 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. If we look at uh, Jamar Chase's numbers, five receptions, 31 yards, no yes. touchdowns, not good at all. Uh, T. Higgins a little better, eight receptions, 89 yards, and two touchdowns uh, for Higgins. Now let's go over to the uh, Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Pretty good game, 24-33, 237 yards, two touchdowns. And we're going to go all the way down. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, you just heard him. That was uh, one of five receptions uh, for 63 yards. He also had uh, Zay Flowers uh, receiving four balls for uh, he's 62 yards. He's uh, he's definitely an upcoming talent. Very, oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. So uh, this this is uh, kind of where the Bengals were last year, Connor. 0-2 to start the season. Yeah. Um, this one feels a little bit more perilous for them. Well, all right. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Should we be a little bit? Maybe understanding since Burrow was out with that injury in the preseason, maybe he's just still kind of getting warmed up. Uh, yes. So it is explainable. It is not excusable. 
excusable. I don't know if there's a better way to put that. Look, the Bengals are in a tough position because very clearly Burrow is playing hurt, and it's affecting his play. I mean, this offense cannot get anything going. Um, look, you're 0-2. Uh, I believe there is a stat out there that teams that start 0-2, their playoff shot, the chance to make the playoffs is 11%. I believe if you start 0-3, I think it drops down to 3%. Uh, it is a very, very slim margin. The problem for the – I think the ultimate issue here for the Bengals is that they need to be competitive in this division. And and with Burrow now hurt, there's a shot he doesn't play on Sunday. You you can't start 0-3. You, you can't start 1-3 – one and four. They, they can't afford to have too slow of a start, especially losing to divisional rivals. Um, go ahead. It's 11% if you said that. Did you 11%, say 11? Yep. So let me you look start at 0 and 2, it's 11%. And then three, does it drop to 3%? 0 and 3. Uh, since the NFL expansion in 79, only six teams have ever made the playoffs after starting 0 and 3. I don't see the percentage, but that's not good. Yeah, uh, bad, really bad. So um, I'm a little bit worried about the Bengals because they're digging themselves into a hole. I don't doubt that they will get back on it. I just hope that the hole that they dig at this point is not too deep for them to get out of. Uh, so they play the Rams this weekend, yeah. and this is going to be in Cincinnati. Yeah. Is this a type of situation where we need to see what Buffalo did to the Raiders, where they just need to go out and, and stomp on them? Or, uh, or is a win a win? Should you just say a win, a win is a win at this point? You're saying against the Rams? So, no, no, no. So what I'm saying is what we saw the Bills do where they lost week one, put yep. that behind them, and then just absolutely destroyed the Raiders. Is that what the Bengals need to do against the Rams? They're not going to. The Rams are too good for that. Okay. Uh, Matt Stafford has proven he is. this is not the Rams of last year. Like Matt, Matt Stafford, they hung in there with the 49ers. 49ers are going to be the best team in the NFC. Uh, the Rams are not the Rams of 2021 or, or 22. This, this, is, this is going to be... Um, this is going to be tough. If, if Joe Burrow doesn't play, I, I think you're going to have to chalk the Bengals up for 0-3. Um, and you can you can clip this, mark my words, and come back to me uh, if they win and, and throw it in my face. I'm, I'm happy to take that. But genuinely, I think that they are facing and staring right down the barrel of 0-3 uh, if Burrow isn't healthy. Um, he's clearly hurting. That's affecting them big time. Um, Ravens are, are, are really impressive. Um, I mean, John Harbaugh is such a consistently good coach. His teams are always so competitive. They're just always there. I've never known the Ravens to be bad. They just have a great culture, a great organization. Uh, they're injured, though. They're injured. Um, they are. They are. Um, they're. They're dealing with injuries. Obviously, um, J.K. Dobbins out for the year again. O Odell Beckham got hurt in this game. He didn't yep. end up coming back. Uh, so they're they're stacking up injuries. But listen, two no through two. That's what you want to do. Um, you can really only get better. Um, I think if you're the Ravens, as long as you can stay healthy, limit those injuries. But uh, yeah, Ravens, Ravens take a win, a divisional win in Cincinnati. Let's head to this was a really exciting game up in was this in Detroit? I believe this was in Detroit. Uh, the Seahawks are another one of these teams who I think a lot of people started to write off week one and week two came right on back and, and showed what they were in Detroit. Smith to throw pressure from Hutchinson runs away. Great throw walking down in for the That boy, Kevin Burkhart, on the call. Tyler Lockett with a walk-off overtime touchdown. Shawnee, what happened? All right, well, you just said it. Overtime game, 37-31 to win. You just heard the game-winning call. Seahawks on top, on the road. Uh, Jared Goff, the losing quarterback for the Lions, 28-35, 323 yards. Not bad. Three touchdowns, one interception. David Montgomery on the ground, 16 carries, 67 yards, and a touchdown. 
so, so not too, too bad for the Lions. They hung in there. Probably a toss-up game at the end. Yeah. Um, I, I really did think the Lions were going to win this, and I think a lot of people did as well. But uh, when Geno Smith goes uh, 32 of 41 for 328 yards and two touchdowns, no picks, and then you got yeah. Kenneth Walker, the third, running for uh, 43 yards on 17 carries, but with two touchdowns, mm. uh, that certainly helps out the Seahawks. Uh, so both teams now one and one. Yeah, it really does help out the Seahawks. Uh, really, really fun game. Both defenses were bad in this uh, in this game. I thought they were they were horrific. Um, both of them were incredibly regrettable and, and should feel bad about themselves. Gino had a big bounce back. You just gave out the stats. Huge bounce back for Gino. Um, I, I think, again, uh, the, the Seahawks, after week one, people were like, okay, this, this was fun last year. Uh, Gino is having another career resurgence. I mean, and it's, it's great to see um, him answer back. And by the way, in Detroit against a team that opened up the season in, uh, in Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Um, you know, Pete Carroll talked about this after the game. I mean, that's, that's a really, really big cultural win for the team. Um, I will say this about Detroit. They are stacking up injuries right now at a concerning clip. I'll just give you uh, some of the injuries um, that we're looking at. Josh Reynolds, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Emmanuel Mosley, David Montgomery, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Kirby Joseph. Those are all starters, and they're out right now. Uh, I believe C.J. Gardner-Johnson might be out for the year, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I, I, those are chinks in the armor. And, uh, you know, look, if you're, if you're Minnesota, you know, you have to start looking at this week as a must win. You have to start looking at, okay, Detroit's hurt. You know, over the coming weeks, how is that going to affect them? Uh, you know, this NFC North is going to be competitive. We said it's going to be competitive. Um, but Detroit have been taking some hits uh, on the injury front. Uh, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, you feel good about Detroit going forward, though? Did this game change your opinion on them or not? A really? little bit, only little because bit. it was a home game against an opponent I thought you should have beat. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, completely. Yeah. It, it's it's a game. It's a game you want to win when you're Detroit. But I mean, it it, it does speak. Uh, I think it it absolutely speaks um, to uh, Seattle and uh, and the kind of culture and team they have. Uh, let's head to, I believe this was in Houston, Colts and Texans showdown. Keeping his Richardson, and Anthony Richardson into the end zone for his second touchdown of the day. I think that highlight is where he got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he um, went out with a concussion. He's he out this week. He is out this with week. With the same concussion. I believe that was the play, his second touchdown run, where he actually was concussed. Shawnee, what happened in this one? Right, so Richardson goes out. Gardner Minshew, remember that name? Oh, he yeah. comes in, 19 to 23, 171 yards and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good for a uh, for a backup quarterback. You can't complain. How about Zach Moss on the ground? 18 carries, 88 yards and a touchdown. Anthony Richardson uh, just played one of them, but he had another touchdown run as well. And then Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, in the air, eight receptions, 56 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but uh, still good average of about seven yards yeah. uh, per reception. So uh, definitely, definitely good out of that. Uh, uh, that playmaker. All right. Uh, CJ Stroud, uh, 30 of 47, really getting him to work. Uh, 384 yards, two touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions. Um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it looks like it's a little rough as we expected down in, uh, yeah. down in Houston. A lot of those yards were uh second half. I think he had like 150 in the first half. So a lot of that was second half. Some of that was garbage time, but uh, look, I mean, it's promising a uh, 384. You don't just trip into, mm -hmm. um, two touchdowns, zero picks. That's not bad. Uh, Houston isn't good. And, and, but to be honest with you, they can't run the ball at all. And, and to help a rookie quarterback out, you have to be multidimensional. I mean, you, you can't put the game in and the offense 
on his shoulders. Damian Pierce was completely ineffective. He didn't do anything. Um, Anthony Richardson is hurt again. He got hurt. I, I don't know if he came out in week one, but he was dealing with an injury week one. He did come out at, at one point. In and Minshew came in. Yeah. Yes. Um, so through two professional games, he's had to leave twice with injuries. Uh, so that's not 100% the track you want to go on, but uh, promising. I mean, I feel like um, look, I feel like if you're Shane Steichen and Anthony Richardson and you're a Colts fan, I think they're going to make some music going forward. I, I have to feel good about that pair, but through two games, being injured twice is not not ideal. So, um, yeah, Colts, uh, Colts with the win, and uh, that's good. I, I think Houston has uh, has a little more time um, to, to build themselves up. This game was supposed to be the best. I think the best game, uh, I complained about this matchup not being at 425 in primetime. It was uh, at <laughs> a 1 o'clock game. And I'd like to thank God that this game is at 1 o'clock because not we, we weren't able to stare at this and, and uh, hurt our eyes. Uh, Kansas City and Jacksonville was supposed to be fun, but this was, uh, this was a pissing match of the highest order. Low snap. <laughs> Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up. Caught. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey finds a blank space oh, for the score. Blank space. Oh, li- little Taylor Swift <laughs> reference. If I get one more article <laughs> of a secondhand quote regarding Taylor Swift and uh, and Travis Kelsey, I'm going to break my. Okay, phone but that me. was genius by Iron Eagle. I, that was genius. It, that was a good one. It might have been. I don't know if that was okay. So if that was purposeful. Oh, it was 100% purposeful. A hundred might have been. You can't I don't even argue know. that it wasn't. Uh, listen, I can't argue anything. <laughs> All I'm gonna, I gonna, I don't know about you. I don't know what it is, um, but I can't stop getting Taylor Swift articles on Facebook right now. It's just like enough. I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. Um, where? Why do we even? Get, anyway, because Chiefs he said and, blank space. Anyways. He said blank space. Okay, Chiefs and uh, and Jacksonville. Let's get back to uh, to, to another annoying. <laughs> the thing. stuff that people care about. Yeah. Also, but uh, a really annoying game. By the way, do you see how many uh, Chiefs fans were in uh, Jacksonville? It was a Chiefs home game. It was a Chiefs home game. It's tough. Uh, but okay. Speak of, did you see the 49ers fans in LA? It was a 49ers home game. <laughs> I need the NFL to realize moving one team to LA was probably stupid. Moving two teams to LA was. It's an it's inexplicable. Honestly, it's it, it's unacceptable. And I'm gonna say this much: uh, one of those teams has to go back to St. Louis. I mean that. Yeah. The Chargers or 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 the Rams they have to. I, I the Rams have to go back to St. Louis. I, I'm sorry. The NFL cannot look at what's going on in those stands, realizing that every single away team in a brand new stadium, a brand new stadium in Los Angeles, the Chargers and the Rams are good football teams, and no one cares. Yeah. Get them the hell out of Los Angeles. I just I don't know why you're trying to force teams on a market that they don't care about anything. They don't care about anything over there. That's not Hollywood, um, or uh, highly taxating their people. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's get into this one, Shawnee. Uh, what happened down in Jacksonville? All right, so big bounce back game for the Chiefs. They go to one and one. A lot of people feared that road game in Jacksonville. I use road with quotations because mm-hmm. we just talked about that. Um, but uh, definitely a big bounce back game for Kansas City. Both teams go to one and one. Uh, Jacksonville had that week one win. Kansas City yep. that week one loss. Uh, was Trevor Lawrence's numbers: twenty two of forty one, not that great. Two hundred sixteen yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Mm. Uh, not great there. Yes. Uh, Travis Etienne just twelve carries, forty yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Christian Kirk he, he he had a pretty solid game for Jacksonville: eleven receptions, one hundred ten yards, uh, no res- no touchdowns there. I do- Jacksonville did not score any touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Uh, I. 
don't believe so. I don't believe so. Yeah, you yeah. might be right. That might that might straight up just be three three field goals. Yeah. So uh, Patrick Mahomes on the Kansas City side, twenty nine of forty one, three hundred five yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Uh, is that Isaiah Pacheco? Pretty good game. Twelve carries, seventy yards, no touchdowns there. Uh, you got Sky Moore. He had a touchdown for uh, Kansas City, and then we just had the Travis Kelsey one, who uh, yeah. who that was one of his uh, four receptions, only twenty six yards. So they, I believe, they kind of slowly worked him back in after that injury. Yeah. Yep. I don't even think he played in the first. First couple drives, if I'm no, not mistaken. No, he was rotated in there. Found the end zone, which is good for my fantasy team, by the way. Drafted him in my first round. Didn't get to play in week one mm. and uh, didn't do much for me uh, other than that touchdown in week two. Uh, yeah, both offenses were embarrassing. They should have just gone home with their heads hung. Uh, Kansas City was, you ready for this? These are the third down stats that actually blew my mind. Kansas City was four of 13 on third downs Ooh. and Jacksonville's three of 12. They literally just they couldn't do anything with the ball. I mean, they, they were literally just, this was a punt fest. Uh, Lawrence and Calvin Ridley uh, were a super big disappointment. They had a really big week one. They were they were absolutely non non uh, a non factor in week two. Um, bad game. Uh, Chiefs receiver problems seem real though. Um, they don't really have. I mean, Kadarius Tony had a had a bounce back game, but um, dude, they're uh, yeah, their their receivers are, are an issue. Um, but let's stay in the state of Florida as we head down to Tampa Bay. Here's Gene Deckerhoff, voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> I like it. Um, that's going to bring us into a nice little pass to the ever-consistent Mike Evans. Need to reach the 18-yard line to hang on to the ball. Empty backfield. Mayfield a takes voice. a low snap. Looks upfield. Goes a fade route toward the sideline, toward the end zone. Caught ball! Caught ball! Touchdown, Tampa Bay! Mike Evans with another huge grab. <laughs> Fire the cannons. The Bucs score a TD. Fantastic. That's a great voice. I always love listening to the Tampa. But I, I have a I'm a play by play buff, so I love listening to the different teams' play by play voices. And Gene Deckerhoff is a stud. Been doing it for for quite some time down there uh, in Tampa Bay. Shawnee, what happened down there in? Uh, I guess that's I mean that's Western. Not Southwest Florida. That's just Western West Florida. Florida. Right? Yeah. West Florida. 27-17 win for Tampa Bay. They moved to 2-0. They had that impressive uh, week one victory up in Minnesota. Bears to 0-2, and, and it was a pretty ugly one for Justin Fields. 16 of 29, just 2-11. Uh, touchdown, two interceptions. I guess the only uh, kind of highlight for the Bears would be DJ Moore. Uh, six receptions, 104 yards, averaging uh, just under 20 yards per uh, per catch. Uh, if we go over to the Bucks and their quarterback, Baker Mayfield, 26 to 34, 317 yards and a touchdown. Just heard it there yep. uh, to Mr. Mike Evans. How about Rashad, Rashad White uh, on the ground? 17 carries, uh, 73 yards and a touchdown. And then Mike Evans just heard him. I'll uh, mention his uh, stats. 171 yards on just six receptions had that touchdown, which we just heard. Um, so I, I think uh, I think we got some pretty good things going down yeah. down in Tampa. Um, yeah. and they're, they're impressive so far. Very impressive. Uh, Baker looks really sharp. Mike Evans is a stud. I said that this might be the year he doesn't go for a thousand yards. I'm, I'm probably wrong at this pace. He's well <laughs> on, 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 on tap to continue that streak. Um, look, the, the bucks are overperforming. I'm not sold. I just think they're going to have a coming down to earth party. Eventually. It's just kind of what Baker Mayfield teams eventually do. Uh, the the Bears are in a really tough spot. Um, did their defense should be dismembered? Um, their their defense is so bad. I heard this stat, and rarely do I hear an NFL stat um, from an official source that I have to go and see myself. So I heard this stat that I literally had to manually check to see if it was correct. 
The Chicago Bears defense have allowed 25-plus points in 12 straight games. Ooh. That is – it just – retire. It's almost I, a full season, getting just, close to it. Retire. Like, I don't know what else to say. That is horrific. Um, Justin Fields is having about as bad of a start to the season as, as you could possibly want. He took six sacks. And a lot of those sacks, if you watch the film um, or just watch the game, if you watch more than, than 10 minutes of this thing, you'd quickly realize that he was – this was not 100% a protection problem. Like, he just has really, really bad pocket awareness. Turn the ball over twice. Um, the Bucks are 2-0 and on the back of having zero turnovers through two games. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That is how you win the NFL. Uh, Buccaneers get to 2-0. and Bears uh, are at a flailing 0-2. Not sure if I have any sun in sight there for the uh, Chicago Bears. Let's go to Tennessee where they unveiled it. I mean, that's a new turf stadium in Tennessee. Is it? Uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, they have a turf down there in Tennessee. And apparently, you know how in most turf um, fields you have the rubber? Um, in, I guess, the, what do they call it? In, like inlay? It's like a it's, pellet, yeah. Uh, I don't know the official uh, name. Subsurface or whatever it's called, sublayer. Um, this one is weird, like a natural sublayer that they use with this specific turf. Not sure. I'd have to. I have to look into it. But they unveiled it. It looks. Uh, it looks okay. I like grass. Yeah. I'm a traditional football guy. Let's just have grass. But either way, uh, Titans and Chargers uh, clash helmets in Smashville, and uh, here's a little Ryan Tannehill action. Again, this is a Titans team the last couple of years that haven't scored a lot of points. Tannehill to throw, looking long, looking for Burks. He's got him at the 20 yard line. And Burks is dragged down from behind by Asante Samuel. Big game for Traylon Burks. It was 11-0 at one point, and uh, the Chargers just do what they love to do most, Shawnee, and that is blow leads and uh, lose games. What happened down there in uh, in um, Smashville? Tennessee? What happened in Smashville? Smashville. Well, we had another overtime game, 27 to 24 win for the home Tennessee Titans. They moved to one and one. Chargers 0 and two. Yikes! They yeah. had that. Uh, Kind of blowout, not blowout, uh, shootout, I should say, win mm -hmm. or loss rather against Miami in week one out in uh, Los Angeles. Justin Herbert, 27 41, 305 yards, not bad there. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Keenan Allen, eight receptions, uh, 111 yards, two touchdowns uh, through the air. If we go over to the Titans side of things, uh, Ryan Tannehill, 20 of 24, 246 yards and a touchdown. I guess it's good to. Good to get that from him. Not too bad. Derrick Henry carried the ball 25 times, only 80 yards, mm -hmm. uh, just 3.2 uh, yards per carry. Did have a touchdown, though, and so did uh, Ryan Tannehill have a rushing touchdown. Yeah. How how concerned are you about the Chargers? They just can't do anything, dude. I, I think Brandon Staley is as, I mean, his he, his seat is just, I don't know how high. I, I was just about to ask that. Um, I'm not going to take it off the table that if they lose this weekend, he just gets fired. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I This team is too talented, and Justin Herbert is way too good for, for the Chargers to uh, just look this bad. Um, they've been destroyed now through two games on big plays. Okay, I mean, I, That was a 70-yard reception by Traylon Burks. This is, this is just... I mean, they, they, they've been destroyed by big plays in this game all over the place. So how big of a game is this, then, this Sunday at 1? We'll get into our picks later. Yeah. Chargers at Vikings. I mean, those are two teams that have, have to win. To win. Yep. Have, have to win. win. I mean, this Completely. is essentially a playoff game in week three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, we're, we're literally the Leafs haven't even changed colors and we're uh, we're panicking over the uh, the Chargers and Vikings. Yeah. I mean, the loser of that game is facing. I, I think this is this is where uh, the road divides here. Uh, there's a fork in the road for for and one team is going to go left and one team is going to go right. 
Um, yeah, you're right. It is a must win for both those teams. It's just a, it's a pure must win. Uh, Titans had a nice bounce back home win. Trail on Burks, 70 yard touchdown or 70 yard grab there inside the five. Uh, Tannehill had a big rebound. He had about as bad of a start to the season as you could ask. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins isn't really doing much. I know he's dealing with some injuries, but he's not getting targeted as much, which is annoying. Um, I mean, he is my flex. Uh, please figure that out, uh, Tennessee. Get him the ball. Uh, but Titans with a nice little bounce back. They needed that. Um, because I, I do think the Titans are, are kind of bound for nowhere. If I had to assume, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm not yeah. sure if they're really going to go anywhere. But um, a nice little bounce back win for them to uh, to kind of keep keep their ship from uh, from rocking too hard. Uh, let's go out to the desert in uh, in Arizona, where uh, the Cardinals uh, had <laughs> one half, and then there was another half that happened. Um, and this is a little bit of what the second half sounded like. Jones is going to pass. Looking for Barkley. Diving to the pylon. So athletic. for the touch. He is so strong and athletic. He moves so quick for his size. There's Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones. Big second half. Shawnee, what happened there? Uh, We had a huge comeback. That's what happened. A 31 to 28 win in regulation. So didn't even go to overtime. Giants over the Cardinals who fall to 0-2. Giants, big, big bounce back win. I mean, it was looking ugly. In the first half for them. Uh, If you remember, they got blown out 40 to nothing week one at home against Dallas, which, by the way, let me just say Dallas's offense didn't do anything. That was 100 (laughs) percent the defense. So stop talking about Dak. Anyways. All right. Daniel Jones in this one, 26 to 37, 321 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Saquon Barkley just saw one of his touchdown receptions. Also had one on the ground. 17 carries, 63 yards. Not too bad there. Danny Dimes, also a rushing touchdown. All right, let's hop over to the losing Cardinals. Do I even want to read off these stats? No, but I will. <laughs> Joshua Dobbs, thir- uh, 21 of 31, 228 yards, a touchdown. Uh, James Conner, not too bad on the ground, 23 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Dobbs, uh, just like Daniel Jones, had a rushing touchdown. And then Zach Ertz uh, was kind of the only playmaker <laughs> for the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, Six receptions, 56 yards, no touchdowns, though. Uh, Cardinals, I'm, I, you know, whatever. This is where we thought they would be. Are the Giants hyping this up too much? Do you think? I mean, they, they barely beat the worst team, arguably, yeah. in football. Is, is this yeah. being like overhyped a little bit? You know what it reminds yeah. me of is the Vikings beating the Colts last year, that big comeback win. Yeah, yeah you're playing yeah. professional players, but you barely beat the Colts. Like, come on. You, you know, this wasn't the I Patriots think, coming back in the Super Bowl. I think the hype is more of a sigh of relief um, because I want to be very clear here. Uh, the Giants are kicking off. Actually, they have kicked off at this point against the 49ers, um, which by the time you hear this, the result will be out. I am going to assume the Giants are going to lose to the 49ers. Um, that was a must-have game, Sean. They had to win in the desert. So the excitement about that win was a sigh of relief. That mm-hmm. was not a oh my gosh, let's uh, let let's plan parade routes for the Lombardi Trophy, but a huge comeback to avoid a complete disaster. Second half was everything. Something just clicked. Daniel Jones fifteen and nineteen in the second half. Giants lose Saquon Barkley. Looks like three weeks with a sprained ankle. It looked like it could have been much much worse. So thankfully, uh, thank God he's he's okay. He'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, dude, the Cardinals are are this is two straight weeks that they've they've pushed teams to the brink. They have looked good. Dobbs looks good. James Conner's had two good weeks. Obviously, Zach Ertz has been pretty productive. Uh, but big, big comeback for the Giants. They had to have had that. To. And they got it. You got to give them credit. I mean, that's an incredible, incredible comeback. Um, and uh, Brian Dable pulled their guys together uh, for a win. Let's go out to L.A. to watch the Rams get their stadium infested by 49ers fans. He's got to cover everything. Here's Samuel to the edge. Steps through a tackle. Now cuts it back. Debo Samuel. Oh, oh, look at that move. For the touchdown. 
Do you hear that? Yeah, reminder. Do you hear that crowd? Reminder, this is in Los Angeles, not San Francisco. This this is in L.A. I, I, again, it's it's in Los Angeles. And uh, this, Sean, it was, honest to God, I want you guys, if you're listening to this, I need you all to go and look up 49ers fans in Los Angeles. Because, I mean, the worst FedEx Field has ever looked has never looked like this. <laughs> I'm serious. This is worse than anything FedEx Field has ever looked like. <laughs> really? And, and uh, Sean, it's not even close. Like wow. on the home, I mean, it's red everywhere. I mean, it's 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 a home game. It's literally just defined as a home game. Uh, so NFL, uh, be embarrassed about yourself. This is embarrassing that you brought the Rams and the Chargers to LA when LA don't care about anything. Shawnee, what happened to LA? And which, what did I just say? Uh, just don't talk. Forget it. All right, 49ers with the 30 to 23 win, a little closer than people thought over the Los Angeles Rams down in uh, down in the uh, Los Angeles uh, state. What do they call it? SoFi Stadium. Mm. Anyway, San Francisco. Who, We're not having a great talking 30 seconds here, the two of us. We are not. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco, though, uh, moved to 2-0 as what we would argue is the best team in the NFC. Rams go to 1-1. Uh, Brock Purdy, eh, 17-25, 206 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. How about Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, man. Christian McCaffrey, just just a stud. Kyle, Kyle Channing can't be stopped. He just can't stop beating <laughs> Sean McVay, uh, Brock Purdy looked there. This is the first yeah, time I've seen eh. Brock Purdy look there. I mean, he right. missed a lot of throws. I, I haven't really seen him be tremendously uh, inaccurate before. And this is the first time I ever saw him like m- actively miss throws. Um, he wasn't as impressive. Uh, Sean, have you heard of Puka Nakua? No, but he got 15 receptions. 15 receptions, 147 yards. He's on pace for 200 receptions. <laughs> if you were to tell me three weeks ago, if, if my wife were to come down three weeks ago and say, hey, do you like Puka Nakua? I would have probably said, I'm, I don't drink many herbal teas, but that's about it. Um, this dude is a stud. I mean, 15 receptions. He was targeted 20-some-odd times, 147 yards. Um, what the hell is this guy? Um, Went to BYU. Dude, take a bow. Take a bow, brother. What a stud. Puka Nakua. I mean, I could say that name for the rest of the rest of time. What a name. What is it? Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, you were attempting to say that. You not a bad name right there. Uh, <laughs> L.A. Um, L.A. can keep up, man. I'll tell you this much. They lost, but Stafford looks great. Um, Stafford looks really, really good. The Niners defense, though, is just unreal. Did you see the play Javon Hargrave broke into the backfield and almost it was a handoff? He broke into the backfield and almost took the ball out of Matt Stafford's hands when he was just handing it oh, off. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Unbelievable. Uh, so the Niners get a win against the Rams, who I think both of these teams are going to be uh, really good. I think you're going to see that playoff matchup uh, again. You uh, think? Yeah, With the Rams? I, I think you could, man. Okay. The Rams look really good through two weeks. Uh, we already touched up on this game on Inside the Beltway, but listen, I can't get enough of this play. How slinging it to the end zone. Was it caught? Yes, McLaurin touchdown. Just stud to stud. Look at Terry McLaurin, one of my favorite dudes alive. Uh, commanders go in down twenty-one to three, and uh, it was about six minutes left in the second quarter when Jamie Davis chased down Russell Wilson on a strip sack, and that was all she wrote. A weird strip sack too. Very, Very weird, weird strip sack. But you know what? It happened nonetheless. Uh, Washington fly to Denver, get a huge, huge win. Sam Howell had himself an incredible day. Um, basically 300 yards, pair of touchdowns, defense stood up. Chase Young had one of the best games as a professional that I've ever seen him have. Mm-hmm. Defense just completely took over. Um, Denver, uh, just, I don't know what other way to put this than you just, you just pissed down your leg. Now you pissed down your leg on your home opener. Um, you're 0-2. 
Um, Russell Wilson had so, I mean, you start, I mean, that first quarter, you were like, oh man, this is Russell Wilson from 2014. Um, but the good news here is that it actually was not. Um, <laughs> he came out in the second half and decided, I don't want to play football anymore. So, uh, commanders get a huge win on the road. If you want the in-depth version of that, you've probably heard it by now. I hope you've heard it by now, but inside the beltway is on this podcast feed. You'll get the breakdown of that. And you'll get some of my takes on what to look forward to against the Bills when they come to Landover, Maryland this Sunday. Sean, I'm going to allow you to take this one over. Uh, this, unfortunately, was a Sunday night game that did not end up no. going very well for you. And he sees those double teams all the time with the great gunners in the history of the league. Meister takes off and goes the distance for the touchdown. That's a gut punch. That was a gut punch play because you saw that one happening. You're like, oh, that's that's it. Yep. Um, offense just they just couldn't move the ball tremendously well. Shawnee, break this down for me. Yeah, so the uh, Miami Dolphins moved to two and zero with a victory over my New England Patriots, who are zero and two first time since two thousand and one. That's but the wild. announcer the announcer did mention that in two thousand one we did win the Super Bowl. So, oh. which I like. Thank yeah. you for mentioning that, Mike Tirico. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins twenty four seventeen win. Tua Tagovailoa twenty one. Uh, try to say that name again. Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, say that again. Is that good? Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. Viola. He's a Viola. Am I saying it right? Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. No, now I'm saying okay, it. I'm saying it. Tua Tagovailoa. Tua. Tua. We're just going to call him Tua. Tua, 21 of 30, 249 <laughs> yards, a touchdown, and an interception. How about Raheem Mostert? 18 carries, 121 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. That was one of them. Yep. All right, let's go over to the Patriots. I don't want to, but we will. Mac Jones, 31 of 42, 231 yards, touchdown, interception. Running game was awful. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson carried it for 15 times, only got 50 yards, did get a touchdown. Devontae Parker played pretty well, you know, average well, I would Is say. He hurt? <laughs> I do not believe so, no. Okay. Uh, he had six receptions, 57 yards, no touchdowns. Hunter Henry did have a touchdown for us at the tight end position. He also mm -hmm. had uh, six receptions, 52 yards. Yeah, this was uh, this was uh, pretty bad, Connor. Um, look, this, this week, three matchup, we were playing the Jets. Without Aaron Rodgers, you know, you don't want to see anybody get injured, but it's just the situation Patriots yeah. are in. We tend to do well against the Jets. It's a must win. I mean, we, we have yeah. to win this because week four, we go to Dallas. Yeah. And so that's easily, if we don't win this one, that's easily an 0-4 start. So yeah, must win for New that. England coming up. I mean, our defense is fine, I think. I know we let up, you know, chunk plays like that. But, you know, defense is, for the most part, against the Eagles and Dolphins have kind of held our own. It's uh, it's the offense where the concern is. And I, yeah. I, I know you even texted me um, yeah. saying that our offense is just flat. We did, however, have probably the greatest special teams play I've ever seen. <laughs> did we not? I mean, that was pretty that special. That was, was good. You know, and that that's that's Bill Belichick at his finest. Uh, you know, he's just reaching in. Uh, is his son the special teams coordinator? His or is son he... is a linebacker's, linebacker's coach, coach slash defensive okay. play caller. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I just you know I I, I wanted you to, to cover that because you you saw that from a different ang a different angle than I did. But yeah, the Patriots man, their their offense just seems so flat. Oh, offense it's just is like bad. A flat well, you agree that the defense is at least decent. Oh yeah, the no the defense is the defense is. I mean, and by the way, Christian Gonzalez good to get his first career pick. Yeah, I mean, that, that, guy's, that was awesome. That guy's a stud. Yep, rookie uh, out of Oregon. I was mad that Washington took Emmanuel Forbes over him, uh, but uh, both of them got a pick this week. So. Feeling pretty good. For. Feeling pretty good. Let's head to Monday night, a doubleheader, which Sean, I actually enjoyed this doubleheader action. I thought it was good. They were two horrible games. Let's put mm -hmm. a put a you know, let's call a spade a spade here. But uh 
Let's see what uh, Derek Carr, Sean's favorite quarterback in NFL history. Let's see what he looked like against the Panthers. Panthers rush five. Carr steps up and delivers downfield. Get a 50-50 ball. Watch a catch by Olave. Battling Von Bell all the way down the sideline. ESPN had their uh, college announcers. Was that Reese Davis on the call? Is, oh, I was wondering who that was. Yeah. That is Reese Davis. Yeah. They did the same thing last year. Yeah. It was he, a Jets game. He's amazing. He's great. He really I love is. Reese Davis. He's just fantastic on the call. Um, he he just he's awesome. Um, yeah, big throw by uh, Carr. I mean, this this game wasn't wasn't particularly uh, impressive. What notes did I take on this game, Sean? Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, Bryce Young um, had a slow start. Um, I don't know. He's just having a slow start. Uh, they don't really have receivers. I mean, their top receiver is Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen's on the back nine of his career, uh, to say the least. I mean, he literally just got pushed out of of uh, Minnesota because he just. I mean, they just they just found better talent. Um, Saints aren't tremendous. I mean, they're not they're not very good, and, and Carr wasn't great. Uh, but Alave is amazing. That catch mm-hmm. right there was nuts. Go ahead and look that one up. Uh, but the Saints get a 20-17 to 17 win over the Panthers. Any numbers that stand out to you there, Shawnee? Oh, now i got to go back to it. I thought you were covering me there. No, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, I'm going to cover you. Let's <laughs> go on nothing. to the next thing. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm, I'm going to be totally, perfectly honest with you. Uh, I hated watching this game. Uh, so let's just go ahead and uh, and move on to the Steelers and the Browns to finish up our week. This one was uh, really uh, another, another bad game. Uh, the Browns... The Browns and Jets should should really just merge and just call themselves the cursed because they just they can't seem to catch a break. Pickin wide open Pickens. There he goes. Touchdown Steelers back on top. Preseason. Pickett to Pickens. How about that one? Like um, there's uh, there's George Pickens having a, a big breakout game. Four receptions, 127 yards, and a touchdown for the Steelers, who come out on top against the Browns. Johnny? Yeah, so 26-22 win for the Steelers. Both teams now 1-1. One one. Deshaun Watson for the Browns, 22 of 40, 235 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Amari Cooper had himself a good game uh, coming off of an injury. Seven receptions, 90 yards. Did not get a touchdown. Uh, that mm-hmm. was uh, Jerome Ford who did uh, through the air for uh, for Cleveland. If we go over to Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett, 15 to 30, so 50%. Eh, 222 yards, mm-hmm. a touchdown, interception. Well, Najee Harris, 10 receptions or 10 carries, my bad. Uh, 43 yards, no touchdowns there. It's so not a great uh, ground game for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, uh, both teams are not particularly well or good, and uh, the Nick Chubb injury kind of took the, uh, the 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 whole story of that mm-hmm. game. I would say. Yeah, I mean that is that's arguably the best running back in football. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's just so. I mean, this is the worst part of sports. I mean, we we said this week one with with Aaron Rodgers um, with his injury. Now that was. Uh, I just put it flat out. That was just less gruesome. I mean, this one was awful. Uh, Joe Buck on the call literally said on the ESPN broadcast, which I, I can't remember the last time. I know it happened, but I can't remember the last time that a broadcaster said, we're, we're just not going to show you this. Cause and then you heard bad. the crowd because they showed it in the stadium. Yeah. You heard the crowd react yeah. to it. And it, it was, was not good. Just terrible. Have you seen it, though? I did. Uh, I did and here's well. the tough part. I wasn't even looking for it. I mean, it just it just made the rounds on, on, on Twitter. I think what had happened was... There was an international broadcast that did show it, and I think that's where that clip came from, where you saw the the actual uh, close-up of what happened with his knee. I mean, buckling and just all sorts of awfulness. I mean, it was really just – I also – I'm also – I can't really take those. Like, I, those make me sick. I hate watching that. Um, 
So that that's a that's an honest to god bummer. Um, just really bummed out for Nick Chubb and uh, and the Browns who who not only lose this game, um, but you know I think there's I think the concern with Nick Chubb is wondering this is the same knee that he blew out in college. He he tore his ACL, PCL, and MCL, I believe. And when um, he was at Georgia, yeah, on the same leg, uh, which just uh, it's just awful. Um, just seems like such a good dude and and a great teammate. Everyone speaks so highly of him. So. It's just such a bummer. You just you hate to see that. Um, hate to see that for for Nick Chubb. But uh, for the Browns, you know, you lose this game. It's a divisional loss, and Deshaun Watson was just horrific. Um, dude, they might be screwed. I mean, that's a two hundred plus million dollar contract. They're guaranteeing him every dime of it. I mean, he's he's going to be getting in the next few years forty six, forty seven mil guaranteed a year. Um, it's just terrible. Um, it's just I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't I don't I don't really know what to make of the Browns at this point because it's like. Yeah, you, you've lost your best running back. I, I think um, I think Stefanski's a good coach. I think Kevin Stefanski's a good coach. It's just it's hard because I mean I, I, that that Deshaun Watson deal is is I think it's going to come back and bite them big time. Um, and obviously Chubb being gone is going to hurt a lot. Uh, Steelers. I don't know. I don't think I've I've never been sold on Kenny Pickett. I don't think anybody should be sold in Steeler land with Kenny Pickett. Um, I think he was 15 of 30. He was, yeah, 50%. There you go, 50%, not really much of anything. Um, but for the Steelers, man, the name carries what they did. Uh, their defense just took over. Mm-hmm. Defense just took over. And uh, quite frankly, that's what you need. Um, Washington had it happen for them. Um, and uh, in a way, I mean, that's how the Patriots can survive some of these games. The, the defense just takes over. So um, if you're the Steelers, you know, you got to feel good about that. But not sure if Kenny Pickett is quite the answer. And the Browns, I think, are just – they. They should be scratching their heads uh, going forward as to as to what what the future looks like. But that is everything, man. Uh, that is everything week two. So we are going to wrap this up by previewing week three. Now, I do need to look into real quick as we speak. Forty four seconds left in the first quarter is tied three to three between the Giants and the 49ers. So, again, by the time you guys hear this, it is going to be well over this Monday. We have another set of Monday Night Football games, two straight. Eagles Buccaneers 715 kicking off in Raymond James Stadium and the Rams and Bengals playing in Cincinnati. It's Capacor Stadium. Is that what it is in, in Ohio now? It's not. Uh, I have no idea. I'm not going to look up another one because I botched the name on the first one. <laughs> oh, man, your confidence is shaking. <laughs> it really is. Well, that's all right. Do you want to go ahead and start out with our uh, our picks? I know this game is underway. Um, it is tied three to three. You and I agree on it. It's 49ers, right? 49ers. There yeah, 49ers got to take this game. They're just a the better team. Um, if the Giants did win this, man. That'd be a statement on a short week, but I don't see that happening. Did they stay, by the way, did they stay on the West Coast? I had to imagine they stayed on the West Coast. They played in Arizona on Sunday, and they play in San Francisco on Thursday. I have to imagine they probably stayed over there. They probably did. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to imagine. Okay, cool. Um, both of us have the 49ers. <laughs> not even sure why I said that. Uh, yeah. Not really anything interesting. Uh, Colts and Ravens, 1 o'clock in m Bank Stadium, just north of the district in Baltimore, Maryland. Colts, Ravens. Johnny, who do you have? Ravens. Ravens as well. I'm going to go Ravens. Uh, we are both going Ravens to go to 3-0. and Colts, I think, are going to fall to 1-2. Uh, Cleveland Browns Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. 1 p.m. kickoff between the Titans and the Browns. Uh, Shawnee, who do you have? I'm going to go Cleveland. Think Cleveland bounces back? Yep. Yeah, I mean, they they could. I mean, they they should. Um, I'll go with the Titans here. Um, oh, okay. The Titans are going to win this okay. one. Um, I think they're just... I don't know. I mean, the Titans defense, I'll go with the Titans. I'm going to stick with my pick. 
Uh, Falcons Lions in Ford Field in Detroit. One o'clock kickoff. You can see that game on Fox if you are in the area. Falcons Lions. Shawnee, who do you have? I got the Lions in this one at home. Yep, I think so too. I think the Falcons two and zero streak comes to an end. The Lions win at home. Saints and Packers Lambeau Field. Green Bay Wisconsin. One o'clock kickoff on Fox. Shawnee, who do you have? I'm gonna go with the visiting Saints. You think the Saints go three and zero? Okay, I think, I think Jordan so. Love. I think Jordan Love. Uh, I think he gets back to. I don't know, 250, 260 yards, maybe a couple touches. I'll, I'll take the Packers over the Saints to get to 2-1. and one. 1 o'clock, Everbank Stadium, Jacksonville, Florida, Jags and Texans. Uh, Shawnee, who do you have? You got to go Jacksonville here. Yeah, you really do have to go Jacksonville. Uh, I'll go Jacksonville to go 2-1 and one against the Texans. 1 o'clock, Broncos, uh, Dolphins, they are, um, they are flying into Miami to play in Hard Rock Stadium. See that on CBS. Who do you have? I'm going to go with Miami. Okay, um, I'll go with Miami too. Oh, yeah, okay. I think Broncos go to zero and three, which that's I mean that sucks. Uh, that that this is a tough draw for the Broncos. Who, that's who bad. Need this um, wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos come out swinging here, but I, I, I'll take the Dolphins as well. Chargers Vikings. We talked about this U.S. Bank Stadium one o'clock kickoff. You can see it on Fox in Minneapolis. Who do you have, Sean? Uh, I don't trust either team, but I trust the Vikings tiny bit more so yeah. i'm gonna go minnesota so minnesota's a big play offense and the chargers have done nothing but give up big plays so i'll go with minnesota <laughs> as well um so I, I go minnesota to get the first win of the year and the chargers to eh, probably fire Braden Staley. um let's see here one o'clock your patriots and new york jets in metlife stadium east rutherford new jersey on cbs shawnee who do you have i gotta go patriots here you gotta pick your patriots i'll go with the patriots as well i think they get their first win of the year i can't believe the patriots are on too sucks um oh sucks for you yeah don't don't lie don't (laughs) lie about your opinion to be clear i hate the patriots uh all right let's go one o'clock fedex field landover maryland i will be there commanders and bills in town commanders are two and oh shawnee are they gonna go three and oh how long have i been saying the commanders are gonna win this game yeah you said this to me back in like july yeah yeah i'm gonna go with the commanders i think they win this i think buffalo chokes yeah, I hope, dude. I desperately hope so. And you know what? We're going to go with Commanders as well. Screw it. I'll go Commanders. I think I actually chose. Here's the funny part. If you listen to Inside the Beltway yesterday, you'll realize that I actually chose the Bills 27-17. <laughs> so today on After Further Review, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. Commanders are beating the Bills. It's the Sean influence. Yeah, it's the Sean influence. I'm such a, I'm, I'm an absolute feather in the wind. Uh, Panthers and Seahawks, Lumen Field, Seattle, Washington, 405 kickoff on CBS. Who do you have, Shawnee? I mean, Gino. Gino, I'll take Gino as well. Let's go with the Seahawks. Panthers dropped to 0-3 in my eyes. Oh, God. Cowboys and Cardinals. I'm just so annoyed. that <laughs> Softballs I'm... for the Cowboys. Yeah, seriously, I'm so excited for Monday when the Cowboys go 3-0 and and people start planning parade routes. Uh, 425 kickoff, <laughs> State Farm Stadium in Arizona. When does this get to 425? I don't know. Um, just, uh, I guess just... it's in Arizona. All right, I'll go Cowboys. I hate them so much. Uh, I'll go Cowboys as well. Uh, Cowboys, you can watch that on Fox, unfortunately. Bears and Chiefs. Why are the Chiefs going to win, Sean? Well, did you know I'm actually going to pick the Bears? No, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. This is going to be a 43 million to nothing win. Yeah, you know it's funny. The Chiefs have not looked very good, but the good news is the Bears might be a college team. Uh, They're going to go 0 3. That is it. Home game uh, in um, in Kansas City. You will be able to watch that. Uh, Steelers and Raiders Sunday Night Football 8:20 kickoff. Uh, That's in uh, that's in Vegas, so you can watch that on NBC. Who do you got? I like Mike Tomlin. I like Mike Tomlin over yeah. uh, Josh McDaniels. Give yeah. me the Steelers. Yeah, screw it. I'll take the Steelers too. Why not? Uh, the Raiders suck. Um, I, I just, I just don't trust the Raiders. I, I don't know what they're doing. Um, so I'll go with the Steelers as well. 
Uh, we got a slate of Monday night football games ahead of us, Eagles-Buccaneers. That's at Raymond James Stadium, 7-15 kickoff. You can watch that on ABC. By the way, why is ESPN pushing ABC all of a sudden? Because uh, ABC owns ESPN. Yeah, but why are they not just showing it on ESPN? I don't understand. Because there's two games and they're not far enough apart. I guess so. So one gets ABC, one gets ESPN. Okay, so that makes sense. But I, I was seeing that, like, I. Th- that's a next week topic. I need to look up. But I thought, <laughs> I thought I saw... ESPN moving Monday Night Football games even when it's just one to ABC. Really? Yes. Okay, I did not see that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, Eagles, Bucks. Who do you got? Give me the Bucks. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks too. Really? Uh, Really? Okay. I just just want to. I thought you were Um, gonna make fun of me for that. No, unfortunately, I'm gonna take the Bucks too. uh, Because why not? I just I don't know. The Eagles don't look tremendously good. I mean, they are good, but they haven't looked as sharp as they previously did. So I'll take the Bucks at home. Because why not? Rams, Bengals. Who do you got? I don't trust the Bengals. I gotta go Rams. Well, I don't trust the Bengals, and more importantly, I don't trust the Bengals if they're not, you know, with Joe Burrow. So I'm who's day to day? By the way, I looked it up. Day to day. Day to day. Yeah. Um. They'll. It's gonna be a game time decision. I'd have to imagine. Um. I think he plays because I think you have think? to have him play. I really I do guess. think. I guess. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, you're not. You're definitely not wrong about that. That's it, man. Week three, already here. Uh, what game are you going to attending in the next few weeks? You said you're attending a game. I'm going to the Vikings at the Panthers. Vikings at the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Now, why Vikings at Panthers specifically? Because Claire, my girlfriend, lives in Augusta, Georgia. So it's halfway. Well, Is that that it? well no, no. I'm going to Augusta. Okay. And we were looking at Falcons. They're out of town. We looked okay. at Jacksonville, actually. So okay. It's not, I mean, that's a bit more of a drive. It's like sure. four-ish. They're out of town. We looked at going to the Georgia at Auburn game, but she doesn't want to do that because it's in Auburn, Alabama. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, Ooh, that would be fun. Georgia it would be fun. It would be fun. But we're doing another Georgia game later in the year against mm. uh, Missouri. Mm. So we settled at the uh, Panthers. Yeah, it's not bad. You yeah. know, that should be fun. And she uh, she watched that quarterback documentary oh. on uh, Netflix. Tell me she fell in love with Kirk Cousins. She fell in love big time. Uh, yeah, way, that is the new Joe Burrow to dude, her. I, I need everybody <laughs> to be aware. You're all behind on the Kirk Cousins game. Whether you hate him or love him, I loved him first. So all of you can go screw. Um, is that it? I That's need everything. wings. Let's, Let's go, go get, get wings. wings. I'm leaving the studio to get wings. Bye. Yeah, Shawnee's leaving the studio. He is out of camera. He is out of sight. So I'm just going to have to close this, uh, close this baby out for you. There he is. Look at him waving at the camera. And you can only see that on YouTube. So go over to YouTube. Go subscribe. Go make sure you're supporting us on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next week on After Further Review. And as always, hit you guys on the other side. Hate that sweater. That sweater is just a piece of garbage.